welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, as we say every week, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now coming up, we're off to Ireland, as we meet up with emerging singer-songwriter Colm Gavin. Now Colm landed on our radar in 2018 after the release of his second album Voice of the Urban Darlings which came out a couple of years earlier well Colm has just sent us a couple of great new tracks that really resonated with us so we're very pleased to welcome him to the show to chat about his music a new solo piano EP the 1992 tapes and as always we have more great new releases to share with you and we're starting off this way this is alternative folk singer-songwriter James Auger as a choir of ghosts with his latest single, Oceans. A beautiful song that was written as a metaphor for the amount of space that has developed between people during these strange COVID times. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. I'm getting 
got mercy on my soul I've got nowhere to go And I'm waiting for my dying day My name is Coco Love Alcorn. I'm Coco, 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 yeah. I'm Coco, Coco, Coco. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Folk Roots Radio, just listened to Waiting for My Dying Day, a dark footstomper from Stratford, Ontario's Americana folk singer-songwriter Barry James Payne, who makes music as Stringbone. And that's the first single from his forthcoming album Coping Mechanisms, which is due in 2022. And it's an album that will include several collaborations, and songs like this one that Barry hopes could be picked up as part of a TV deal, one of the few areas where you can currently make good money as a recording artist. And you can find a great interview with Barry James Payne on the website, discussing his career in music and adjusting to a rapidly changing music industry with the growth of online streaming and, of course, the impact of the coronavirus pandemic. Before that, Toronto singer-songwriter Bryce Thomas, capturing the intimacy of new love on Summer Nights in Summertime, from his first album in five years, Across the Neuro Seas. And in the background, it's Celtic-influenced folk power trio Boomerang, from Montreal with the instrumental Weasel, and that's from their debut album, Echoland. Next up, emerging Irish singer-songwriter Colm Gavin joins us to chat about his music, a new solo piano EP, the 1992 tapes. But before we get there, from the new album, this is Colm Gavin with your little corner of the moon. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. There are 
Seven wonders in this world Then you must be the eighth She said I only ordered rice Now it seems there's cheese here on my plate I said I guess that's not the kind of thing That you'd hear on a first date But if I didn't say it now I never will She had the kind of eyes that poets From Alaska write about That could freeze you with one glance But that you'd burn inside without And as her feet would glide down Main Street All the boys would scream and shout I hope there's someone out there Screaming for her still Eat mashed potatoes As I swallow humble pie A problem shared is a problem still I don't need to tell you why Her cage door's standing open But she won't rest until she flies To her little corner of the moon September, I recall there was gold beneath our feet. And by circumstance, I learned to dance in her arms out in the street. And the fragrance of her hair gave off the taste of something sweet. I'd have stayed right there forever if I could. She said that love is like a lottery as the red lights fade to blue. I'm searching for But tonight perhaps it's you Still I don't want the kind of heart That sticks to my shirt sleeves like glue And then she kissed me like she thought I understood That all the girls eat mashed potatoes As I swallow humble pie A problem shared is a problem still I don't need to tell you why She won't rest until she flies To her little corner of the moon I wanted to save from the time we started I'm not only here till the rain is Just sighed and said Think of us as passing ships That were never meant to sail There's such a high price for the quiet life And my freedom's not for sale I'm like a wild wind that can't reduce itself To a passing summer gale If this were any other time For you I would Only three weeks since she left But there's a cold chill in the air There's not a trace of her on Main Street But I still see her everywhere And Mama told me she'll come back, son If you just act like you don't care Still I know this time goodbye meant bye for good All the girls eating mashed potatoes As I swallow humble pie A problem shared is a problem still I don't need to tell you why But every night it seems in my wildest dreams It is always she and I In her little corner of the moon
That is the wonderful Colm Gavin from Ireland. Colm is a fabulous young songwriter. He has been around the scene actually a long time in Ireland, and he's now getting significant amounts of airplay in North America. That track was entitled Your Little Corner of the Moon. That track will also be on Colm's new EP. It's entitled the 1992 tapes i heard another track which we're going to play at the end of this interview it's actually really good so hopefully you'll stay with us for that and we're pleased to welcome to the show colin garvin how are you doing today colin john pleasure how are you doing good to be here with you great to have you join us you know i just absolutely loved that song when you first sent it to me i've mentioned on a previous interview probably a few times that i'm a real sucker for fabulous piano singer-songwriters. Now, I know you play guitar as well, but that was really beautiful. And that was from a special series. I think the superior sessions that were put on by Thornton Pianos. Is that right? Yeah, just towards the tail end of 2020, the amazing the amazing folks at Thornton Pianos put together what they call the superior sessions. So they invited a couple of Irish artists who were sort of, in their terms, making waves on the scene and invited us to come in sort of in a very stripped back acoustic environment to choose a piano and to sit and to you would pick two songs preferably of your own although some people did do covers and there's no harm in that but um, you mentioned like you've got a bit of a penchant for the uh, the uh, acoustic piano balladeer and i love i mean i grew up loving the music of tom waits and uh, randy newman and so there's there's always been something about just the voice and the piano that I've always found really captivating and just couldn't pass up the invitation really to, to join the guys at Thornton's. Let's dig into you and your music because I still call you young, although before we got to on air today, you did confide that you're getting a little older. Let's just say that. I think you've been performing from like mid-teens. Is that right? I studied music for 15 years in the Clondalkin School of Music. And when I was about 15 or 16, I summed up the courage to go busking in Dublin, which is kind of like a rite of passage for a lot of songwriters in Ireland to go out into Temple Bar or Grafton Street. And I went to the square in Temple Bar when I was 15 during the summer and I would save up money and whatever, well, whatever money I would make from busking, I would go to Freebird Records and buy like a Beatles CD or like, like uh, a Randy Newman record or Ray Charles or something. And so part of my education on the street as a performer coincided with my musical education, which was just making enough money to to, put a, to buy a record, you know? You released your first EP in 2014. That was Endless Summer. You landed on my radar with a voice of the Urban Darlings. I think that was 2016, right? I had been in bands, Jan, in college. I was in a band called Shiloh Palace. And we, we had went through a couple of different lineup changes. And like all college bands, the vigor or the zest for being in the band kind of fizzles out once you leave college. And so I think today... I'm the only one, with the exception of my drummer, David Kozak, or the drummer in the band, Shiloh Palace, who's still in the music business from, from that ever-changing lineup. And so in 2014, I, I, was, I was a student music teacher. And one of my colleagues, one of my good friends, Kyle Roach, and I, he was studying sound engineering in Maynooth University. And he had said to me, look, I'd love the experience of just being on the road with the musician and, and doing sound with you. And he... You know, I said, well, look, because he could drive and I couldn't, I was like, I can take more gigs if I have someone who can drive. So it, it would be a huge help. So we kind of put our heads together and I said, look, we'll do this many gigs in this amount of time. But really what I wanted to do was put out an EP or some kind of release. So in the time that he was studying, he was asking his lecturers, you know, how do I do this? And what's the best way to record an acoustic guitar? And with a piano, you know, is it best to go MIDI DI or, you know, all this kind of stuff. So at the, at the tail end of August of 2014, we used the School of Music where I studied for 15 years and now me and Kyle were teaching as kind of a makeshift recording studio. And so we recorded Your Endless Slumber, all five tracks over the space of about a week. I mean, by that point, we had been going up and down the country playing weddings, 60th birthday parties, private functions, gigs in wine cellars, and everywhere we go, we didn't have a record. So it was like this phantom record of, you know, we don't have it made yet. It's not recorded. It hasn't even been written, but we're going to release it at the end of the year. And if you could support, if you could support me, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. And so 
in that September, September the 22nd, it went live everywhere. But within the first day or first two days, it got to number one in the Irish charts. And from that point, I think, like kind of what you said, I came up on your radar with my next album. I'm curious about the songwriting thing. I want to dig into that because it seems like you have several styles of songwriting. The ballad style that, that really you know works well playing at the piano. But you also do this upbeat style as well. When you say about the some of the more up-tempo stuff, and there were, there were songs on that record like Rolling River and Good Morning Stephanie, where there's a very band-oriented feel. But that record was recorded with just myself and Adam Walsh, who's one of my best friends and an amazing producer. And it's just the two of us. Now, you'd never think it, but I think because I had been in, in bands for so many years, my mind is oriented to that bass, drums, two guitar keyboard and so when when you hear songs like good morning stephanie and Rollin' river and honeybee there's much there's a band so i think depending on what your experience has been if i had been like a solo artist my whole performing career i would write with just myself in mind whereas i'd been writing with a bassist a drummer a keyboardist a fiddle player in mind for so long that you're writing parts and even with some of the introductions like with good morning stephanie I would have the basis of the song and then I would say to Adam, okay, I want to put a, like, Good Morning Stephanie has an mm shalla walla walla three-part harmony in the in the intro, the chorus, and the outro, which I, someone said to me recently is like Neil Sadaka influence. And I love Neil Sadaka's music, but it's funny how things that influence you in your teens and just presently and sort of peripherally, how that translates in the music. Because I certainly didn't, set out to say okay this portion of the record is going to sound like bob dylan in the 60s and this is going to sound like um adamant or this is going to you know what i mean it, it wasn't in my mind it wasn't like that but i think as people say you've got your whole life to make your first record and then there's the notion of the difficult second record Good year to die It's been summer all week For the folks in the sky Still I never hear you knock at the door And your letters never come anymore The choices of a man reflect the trouble he's seen But you lost your faith in love before you turned 19 He's got a face to tear the hair from your skin Sweetheart, what are you doing with him? I know that no one ever tell you That you're living a lie the wood for the trees You'll never change the world Until you change your mind But knowing you, you'll do as you please I guess there's nothing sweeter than a walk in the park Where the fool who's only really broke alone in the dark The queen that wipes the blood from her chin Is ashamed of what she's witnessed within no one ever tell you that you're living a lie I hope you'd see the wood for the trees You'll never change the world until you change your mind But knowing you, you'll do as you please Stand up for justice or freedom of speech If the cat's got your tongue, you can take one of each It's only a kiss, but it's hard to define When you can't change your shoes without changing your mind Yeah. Good morning, Stephanie 
Hi there, this is Moonfruits. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's Colm Gavin with Good Morning Stephanie from his 2016 album, A Voice of the Urban Darlings. Colm Gavin is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. I'm curious about the guitar versus piano. Did you start out on guitar or did you start out on piano? I, I studied in the Clumbachan School of Music under Peter Stanton and he was... Um, chief of operations there. He was just the, the sole guy running the joint. I mean, it was set up in 1995 by he and his brother, Paul, and or he and his brother, Pat. I would be killed for getting any of these facts wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I went to him, first of all, it was just guitar. And then at some point after about four or five years, I had an interest in the piano. And he said, well, I'm not going to make your mother pay for additional lessons. So he said, you can sit in on any piano lessons I teach and what you pick up, you pick up. And at the end, I'll give you the option to ask some questions, but we're not going to do formal training because I'm not going to charge your mother for like both guitar and piano, which my poor mother would have been extortionate to ask her to pay it. So he was great to me in that, in that sense. And that went far beyond just uh, piano and guitar. He would, when I would arrive to lessons, if I was early, there would be like an Engelbert Humberdink record on or Fats Waller. And he'd say, can you hear, can you pick out the chord? And I'd be like, it's a C chord. He said, it's a C, but what can I see? And I'd be like, it's a C dominant seven or it's a C half diminished. So I had a, I was very fortunate that I had a phenomenal teacher. I don't, I don't view myself as a terribly competent piano player. I understand like there's no key that I can't play in, but in terms of being showy, I would be reasonably limited compared to the guitar. Like I can do much more on the guitar, but I understand all of the rudiments and, and rules with regard to piano. But if I had my choice, I would have, I would just be piano. So the new EP is entitled The 1992 Tapes. Where did that title come from? So I was born in 1992. I turned 29 in uh, the middle of February of this year. And for every record that I ever made, I would have these demos. I used to have an old cassette recorder that belonged to my mother. It was like an old dictaphone. And of any tapes that I would make, I would call them like the Urban Darlings tapes or the Endless Slumber tapes. And... In 2018, I had set out to make my second full-length record, which was to be called 1992. And for about a year, Jan, I had, like, in my phone, volumes and volumes. The 1992 series, volume one, volume two, volume six. So, Your End of Slumber and A Voice for the Urban Darlings both reached number one when they came out. In 2016, Christmas 2016-17, I brought out a single with my record label called My Little Sweetheart and Me. And it got to number five in the charts. And some uh, woebegone Irish blogger wrote, Gavin fails to secure his third number one with uh, My Little Sweetheart and Me and all this kind of stuff. And I, I just recoiled in horror because I thought, I never got into this. Like, I'm an alternative artist as far as I'd be concerned. Like, I don't, I'm not a top 15, you know, chart artist. And so the charts meant nothing to me. It was, I mean, it's great when you get some sort of some push from and support from people, but that wasn't my goal. And so I, for two years, I was on kind of a semi-promotional tour to push this record, like up and around Ireland, playing festivals and doing interviews. And I just wanted to move on to the next thing, because in my mind, I'm waiting for that question to come where they say, and unfortunately, that third release just didn't hit mm-hmm. the board. And I, I was terrified by the idea. And I remember in the beginning of 2019, in January, just right into the new year, end of 2018, I was out with uh, another amazing artist, a dear, dear friend of mine, Kat Lundy. And she said to me, I remember over drink, she said to me, I feel like you have to be so many people for so many people that you never get to be yourself for you. Sometimes people can put it really simply to you and it just resonates perfectly. And I never forgot that. And I was like, okay, this whole 1992 project needs to get shelved. Because I felt that some of the ideas in the demos were much better than what I was going to put out on the record. And so with this EP, this was just me saying, I'm going to go in, sit at the piano, play what comes to mind and release it. And not give a thought to deeply intricate production techniques or nothing. And then just let it happen. Let it grow to the world. Yeah. 
Well, it sounds re- well. What I've heard so far sounds great. I'm I'm looking forward to the rest. Now, you're working on new stuff as well, though. I think that you're also you do a bit of co-writing. Is that right? At, at the beginning of lockdown last year, I was contacted by Charlie McGettigan. Anyone who's familiar with Charlie's work will probably know him best for Rock and Roll Kids. He and Paul Harrington in 1994 won the Eurovision with Rock and Roll Kids. And Charlie, I mean, Charlie is hugely revered in Ireland. And he just sent me a message and he said, if you'd like to do some co-writing, that'd be brilliant. I'd be really on board for that. And so so since last April, we have recorded two songs a week every week. Written written two songs a week every week. No, that's cool. So those tracks will eventually come out in some form then? Or is that, is that the plan? I'd love to do a record, the two of us, you know, and kind of he's in his 70s now and I'm in the last year of my 20s and I feel like not a coming of age record, but sort of that two ends of the spectrum, you know, two different perspectives of songwriters would be really cool to do. And I know he's on board for it and we've amassed about 50 or 60 songs. So it would just be a question of weaning out what works the best and what songs really shine the most and then just release them. So I keep, I push him all the time and I'm like, come on, let's just decide on a date and let's get it out there. So I would, I definitely in 2021, we'll bring out something together. No, that is very cool. I do want to put a shout out to your SoundCloud. Now, I'm a big SoundCloud fan. They're actually one of the music networks that's actually starting to to try and, and pay artists much more fairly for their music. Bandcamp, certainly leaders in that regard. But you put out some, I think, home demos, the Flamingo Variations, Home Recordings, Volume 1. So if you want to check out more of Colm Gavin's music, uh, check him out on SoundCloud because there's a whole bunch of uh, of songs that I don't think have actually been fully recorded yet, right? They're still at the demo stage. I do a lot of writing for country artists in Ireland. And what's really interesting is with the country scene in North America is very much established and, and it, you know, it has its, its mainstay people. And when you think of Ireland, you don't necessarily think country music, especially not American country music, but we have some staggeringly gifted performers like and, and you know um who if you weren't interested in country music and maybe wouldn't jump out at you but i i have had the pleasure over the past couple of months of, of working with some amazingly gifted i'm writing some songs for amazingly gifted irish country artists and hopefully they'll have releases with some of my songs this year too so it's kind of it's interesting in the sense that songs of mine will now find lives without me performing them you know and i think as a songwriter, that always has to be the main prerogative. It isn't just about you performing the songs. It's the life that the song has beyond you. Because when people are crowded in a bar at three o'clock in the morning singing Stand By Me, they're not necessarily thinking of who wrote the song. No. It's the song. It's the song that carries the weight. Do you know what I mean? And so I love that idea. And I'm, I'm happy for the songs to do well in whatever medium that they find. Well, certainly uh, you're a great songwriter and I look forward to to hearing what happens next. The new EP is entitled The 1992 Tapes. It's piano-driven, singer-songwriter, beautiful, beautiful songs. We're going to hear another one from Colm Gavin in a few seconds. It's been great to have you join us today. We're going to finish with Since Baby Went Away. Now, that was one of the songs that also appeared on A Voice for the Urban Darlings as well. When I recorded it for A Voice for the Urban Darlings, it was very, I won't say thrashy but the way i approached it was very john lennon rock and roll vocal-esque and you know we the way we had done the musical arrangement was very much more for sort of a big band style and i felt that the song had a sentiment that would have worked just as well in a more tender approach and so that's why when i had the opportunity to do it again and to sort of not to rewrite it but just restructure it slightly i I jumped on it
Australia. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jen Hall.
for us today And I will wipe it away before the day breaks And there is love in every part of me, I know But the key is falling deep into the snow Leaving you, baby. Don't act like 
That's Olivia Castriota from New York City with her new single, a stripped-down solo piano version of her heavy-hitting breakup anthem, Leaving You. Before that, new music from Martha Wainwright with Love Will Be Reborn, the first single from her new album of the same name which is due later this year. We also heard from Sarah McDonald and her band As the August Arrival, who come from the Yukon, with Normal Person from their latest EP, All Blue and Gold. And that's it. That's all we can fit into this episode of Folk Roots Radio. You can check out our archived interviews and episodes on our website at folkrootsradio.com. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. And remember, if you enjoy the music we play on this show and want to support the artists, don't just stream their music. Instead, buy their music and really make a difference to their income during these strange times when it's really difficult for artists to get out and play live. We'll leave you with Reed Zoe from Toronto folk trio The Sleeping Bees with When I Go. A comforting reflection on what we don't know as we pass from this life into the great hereafter. And that's from her debut solo EP, Shed My Skin. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And don't worry, we will be back. Stay safe and well, everyone. We'll see you next time. When I go, what will I take? take to the grave? When I go. Oh.